Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Podcast for a second. We're welcome to the Cocktail Wisdom Show. We're going to be talking today about the election. So if you have been tracking the election, if you voted already, um, you know, we uh, touch on it a bit. We got some other topics that, you know, that are kind of highlighted and that is really, you know, starting to become, you know, kind of a household topic there for um, many to, you know, really start coming to the table and talk about. You know, we got also uh, Daryl Constantine, uh, who's going to be joining us in the conversation today. And so sit back, relax. We'll be right, right back. Okay, we back. Uh, and as promised, uh, we, we got in the house uh, Daryl Costine with us uh, and, uh, and our good brother, Brother Gustav V. Uh, so, uh, Daryl, won't you give, give us another introduction and, uh, you know, feel free to kind of talk with the people out there uh, about what you're doing in 2024, because you will be, you know, uh, a part of the election process as well coming real soon. I certainly hope so. We, we hope to win. So we hope to be at the forefront of that conversation. That's certainly the plan. Uh, first off, it is a real pleasure to be with you guys again. Both of you guys, we had such a great conversation last time. Since we last spoke, Tom Brady, he must have, he must have watched our show, right? He ditched the witch. He says some nice things about his coach, finally. He looks like he's got his mojo back. And luckily enough, he's in the weakest division as he usually is. So you can probably get a home playoff game with a seven and ten record, um, but yeah, nice, nice to be here with you guys. And yeah, I'm running for president. You can go to Constantine2024.com, and I'm running to make America Christian again, and to sort of bring both sides together around that basic principle that really we lost, and not just the United States, but so many nations around the world have lost. And historically, we know and this is the perfect program to be talking about it. There's a 0% track record of success for nations that turn away from God. And clearly, when we look at what's going on and some of the topics that you've got for today, I think clearly illustrate that we are seeing that we are, we are no longer a nation that is a godly nation. So we've got to go back that way or we're going to be in big trouble. So that's I'll shut up for now. But, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's good to uh, be able to talk with you again, uh, Daryl. And, um you know, you, you become, a, become a regular here, and it's, it's always good to have you, you know, and um, and, and uh, Brother Gustis, uh, and, and just in terms of, like, the first, you know, first uh, headline uh, headline uh, topic, um, you know, um, of the election, uh, uh, we, we go, to, you know, we, we'll say that for last, um, you know, uh, most times people want to uh, Hear, hear the headline topic right away. We, we normally do it that way, but we're we going to start with uh, something that I think uh, is, is you know, right along the lines of what uh, uh, Brother Daryl was talking about, you know, with like, you know, just the whole concept of making America Christian again, you know, giving them a new center. Uh, so, you know, uh, just just considering that, uh, Brother Gustus, like, you know, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts on, like, you know, and, like, how, how do we uh, get America back to having a, you know, a brand new center and moral ground to, to, to be walking on again. Um, man, that's that's uh, 
those are powerful words and um, very needed, especially today, to make America Christian again. Um, there, there's a lot of, you know, back and forth about, you know, uh, America's roots and, you know, uh, history and it being his story and things of that nature. But in all essence, um, America, whether it has uh, core Christian values or not, one thing that's for sure is God has made a mark. God has made a stamp on this country. And it was all through the willingness of um, of, of, of integral, of God-based people, God-based Christians that are responsible for the founding of this country. Um, I, I, for example, I was just checking out this uh, documentary on John Alexander Dowie, and uh, for for those that haven't heard of this gentleman, you know, it's it's going a little far back. I mean, we're talking black and white TVs, things of that nature, but these were the fathers of revivals of of many of the revivals that we long for today and it's the the it's the real reason for the origins of christianity in this country as we know it i think that's what we do need to get back to and when we look at the real golden years of this country it was based on fundamental godly principles starting with the Ten Commandments, ending with um, the, the the entire law. And, um, I mean, we, we, we can't forget those things. Yeah, Daryl, yeah. uh, I'll let you fall, fall behind that. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree with, with Augustus V, as, as I usually do. Um, and I think it's not just the United States. I think we look all around the world, we look at the history of the world and nations that turn away from God, it doesn't end well. And we do have a complex history here in the United States, and it is actually a relatively young nation. And actually, relative to other nations, we've only been here for a couple hundred years, which isn't actually that much time, but a lot's happened. And there's been there's been a lot of things, some negatives, some, a lot of positives. Um, and we're sort of finding ourselves right now, I think, where we're in kind of uncharted territory. We're in a new country, really. It's not the same country that it was. And I don't think it's ever going to go back to being the country that it was. Uh, I think that the, the thing to do, and this speaks to creating and finding a new American center, uh, we have to look around and say, look, whatever happened in the past, we're here now in this moment. And the political process, the political system is sort of uh, decomposing before our eyes. And we are watching a lot of instability and there's a lot of confusion. And I think that as a nation, we've almost become a little bit schizophrenic. And this is, you know, this is a sign of a country that's starting to splinter apart. I mean, this is not right now. Tonight is an election night and people all around the country feel like the outcome of tonight's election is like the outcome of a world war. And some people are going to wake up tomorrow and they're going to be high-fiving each other. We hope it's us. We hope it's the Republicans, right? It uh, looks like we should do pretty well. Um, but, you know, and somebody else is going to wake up and they're going to they're gonna be terrified. 
This is not the way it's supposed to feel when it's supposed to be an election. Election's supposed to be, you know, in a healthy country, we go to the water cooler tomorrow. It's like, oh, you know, I voted for the other guy. Oh, yeah, well, okay, you know, whatever. And move on from it because we're supposed to have a consensus about what we are as a nation. And Mm -hmm. that consensus, we don't really, we don't have that anymore. We have kind of, we have two different realities and we have to find that new consensus. And, you know, for me, I mean, I am running as Republican, but, you know, that, that this party to me is really nothing to be impressed with. And, I, you know, we expect Republicans should should do relatively well. And I think what you're going to see is a lot of high fiving from Republicans, but it's just going to return to the status quo, because really what mm-hmm. happened is the Democrats kind of wet the bed. I mean, that's really what's happened. The last two years just have been kind of a disaster. And a lot of people have just said, my gosh, I mean, maybe we should just go back, go back in the other way. And this happens periodically. Um, and Republicans get very puffed up. And on Fox News, they'll be talking about how they just took back the country. And things will continue because the real issues, which is the moral declension of the nation, the breakdown of the family and the spiritual decay of the nation, they're not really going to address these things. They're not really going to. They're not really willing to put their foot on Hollywood and say, you got to cut the crap. They're not willing to do that. They don't actually want to do what the masculine father figure should do in a situation like the one that we have. Mm. So the way that you, you know, you form a, a consensus, you have to find like, what are the things that we can agree upon? And you have what's called like a referendum election, right? And then what that term means is like, we're going to make this election about this one topic. Right now, I think the referendum is gas prices. I mean, everybody's like, yeah, they're too high. So there are, a lot of people are going to vote Republican because of that, right? right. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's kind of two sides to that. And I think one side that we see is you can win elections with referendums. Um, but then, you know, how do you actually utilize that? Mm-hmm. And to me, the thing I've always wanted to really have a proper referendum on is on the culture. I want to have a referendum pushing homosexuality on children. I want to make that the issue. Mm-hmm. I smack everybody in the country across the face with, and I make mm-hmm. them choose. Okay. And there's two reasons yeah. for that. First reason, first reason is because that's wrong. It mm-hmm. needs to be stopped because it involves children. That's the first and really the only reason. But as a little side fact, because I know this country very well. I've been all over the country. I have friends in all different places. And I have a very different background than people would probably expect from me. And I actually happen to know that 90% of the country agrees with me on that. Mm. So when you win on a referendum, it's twofold. One, you can win the election on a topic like that. But then secondly, then you get to turn to the other side and you got to say, hey, 90% of the country says cut the crap. So unless you want to lose your half of the country, you're going to have to back away from the kids. Mm. Right. So that's how you create a new part of it is like, okay, here's reality. People don't want this. And no one's standing up and really saying it that like we're really, really fed up with this. We're not just annoyed with it. We're not just amused with it. We as men are saying, no, step away from the children. And then the other thing is then then you take some other things that they want. And you say things like healthcare and minimum wage, stuff like that. This stuff, Mm. 
we'll give them that because there's actually a lot of good things that the Democrats are sitting on right now. That platform historically is the platform that represents African-Americans, represents working class people, represents people that are struggling to move up. And right now they're being held hostage because they're putting they're putting good working class people in a tough situation because they are demonic. They have a, a Luciferian agenda when you look on the cultural front and the stuff that they're pushing. So in a way, it's kind of to help the Democrats. Let's unlock all of that good stuff that they're sitting on by making it clear that we the people don't want that. And that's the only way that you really change the country. And then you create something new. Because right now it's two sides saying the same things. And everybody says, oh, we got to bring the country together. But nobody really is willing to actually do the work. And what you have to do when you have a situation like the gridlock that we have right now is you have to kind of burn the playbook. And a lot of my ideas, a lot of my platforms are specifically about burning parts of the Republican platform because the Republicans are too stagnant. And Republicans are going to be high-fiving, like I said, because they're going to do well in the midterms, we expect. And they're going to continue on, and it's going to be – because when we look back, you know, really, we look back at like the last 20 or 30 years, and we said, what really was the difference between Al Gore and George W. Bush? And it all kind of just blends together. So both sides, to me, are sort of responsible for the BS direction that we've been headed as a nation. So yeah. it's about you got to you got to kind of knock both of their heads in a little bit. You got to create new things, new platforms, new relationships, new dynamics, because right now it's like it's fixed. The demographics, the certain communities this way, that way, you got to just throw a grenade on the whole thing and just start it over. Because one of the problems that occurs in a democracy when it becomes a two party system, which is what we have, and democracy is a very good thing, but it's important. And this is something that the Democrats, unfortunately, because they, their policies have been very cynical, they have exposed some sort of chinks in the armor of a democracy, some, some little problems. And one of the problems that can occur when both sides aren't operating in good faith is it creates a dynamic when one party wins, the other side immediately roots for them to fail at everything. Right. Right? So both sides, it's just Fox News becomes CNN, CNN becomes Fox News. And it becomes about how do we stop them from succeeding with their agenda? Because if they succeed, they're likely to win the next election. Mm. So that process, somebody's got to come in and just kind of rattle the cages of both of them and say, look, this is the stuff. This is now a totally new package of items. This isn't Second Amendment, this, that, that. Now this is a new thing. Now this is raise the minimum wage give people health care, clean up the culture, make the country Christian again, and draw the line at 18 and say that what you do in your homes is fine, but if it's not of God, it's not going to be anywhere near the children. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of what I hear in what you're saying is is that, like, you know, a lot of Americans uh, feel that the country has lost its way morally, and you know, and they're looking to return to traditional values. and uh, And um, and over the years, we have seen this increase in re- religious extremism and intolerance, uh, which is a sign that need, that America needs to return to Judeo-Christian roots. Because uh, in the roots of Judeo-Christians, uh, there's no 
no extremes. Uh, you know, there's no, no, you know, there's no intolerance. Uh, and uh, then, um, and then the, the last tale in the net about you know the attack on the children. You know, the, the, the decline of the family unit and the rise of individualism is a is a clear clear sign um, that the country needs to reevaluate its moral center. And yeah, people who argue on the other side that says that uh, Judeo-Christian values are not universally accepted as being morally superior, uh, that they should not be used as a basis for a new moral center. That you got some people that may say that not all Americans are religious, and uh, so a new moral center based on Judeo-Christian values would exclude them. You know, which is I, <laughs> I, I, I can't see that. And um, and then um, then you got these. Uh, a lot of these new agers that say that there's no right one one right answer when it comes to morality, so it's impossible to create a moral for America that everyone would agree on. And my thing to those people is then they shouldn't mind because if you don't know morality and if there's no right and wrong and everything is subjective, then what do you care? Right. right. Those yeah. of us that do care, we're standing on firm ground. We know what's right and we know what's wrong. I know I kind of jumped in on the middle of that, but that's kind of some of these really squishy people will continue being squishy, right? I mean, why is it all of a sudden bother you so much that somebody wants to impose, quote unquote, something positive? And when you look at the religions that have stood the test of time, the Abrahamic religions, talking mm -hmm. about Islam, Christianity and Judaism, essentially, actually, we are pretty much operating on the same moral compass. The yeah. difference is that in Christianity, we have mercy. And in Islam, mm. it's kind of morality at gunpoint. Mm. So we're, we're like on the same side. To me, it's just we're going to put you away from the kids versus somebody coming from an Islamic nation. They might just throw these people off of buildings. So mm. this is why actually a, a Christian nation can work. And this is why the Christian world has been such a positive thing that has attracted so much into it and spread so much there's two ways i mean islam spreads a gunpoint i mean that's that's kind of that's one road right but christianity we set that we set that but that's the beauty of christianity is that we're not living in the old testament anymore mm -hmm. we understand mm -hmm. that there's right and wrong but we're able to confess and be forgiven for that right but what always happens in history is when a culture and a society feminizes which is really what we're talking about when men get soft and squishy and they start allowing mm. demons to enter into the home and mm. affect the women and the children, that doesn't last. You don't have like a feminist utopia. I, I know this is, and we're kind of, you're seeing right now the Democrat side, it becomes this like feminist utopia. And this is what it is. It's a yeah. mess. It doesn't have any structure. So that doesn't last. It ultimately because the masculine always conquers the feminine, it does get conquered. And mm -hmm. it's going to get conquered by something like Islam, because chaos mm -hmm. can only exist for so long. So it's a little bit of like, hey, if we don't do this, which actually isn't that radical, because up until about 50 years ago. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, nobody had to. The reason, part of the reason why this is like new that it's even being talked about, is because it was accepted. Mm-hmm. So this right. is a little bit of a trick. Is like we we moved away from everything that we accepted as normal. So now to come in and say, well, we have to make things normal. Well, no one's ever done that. Well, because this was normal, and we have to look mm-hmm. at the black magic sort of side of what Hollywood and academia and how these things work. They change people's perception of reality. This is really what happened in this country. They dropped the psychoactive drugs on the flower children in the 60s and 70s, which, by the way, is the same stuff that the CIA was using to brainwash people, right? And how do they brainwash? They put them in front of monitors and they subject them to things. Oh, here's a television. Oh, here's LSD. And then 10 years later, the country wakes up and we're a completely different country. And nobody's realized what happened because we were just, we were brainwashed, Mm. right? We were just moved completely away from a godly nation. And now we're in this new mess and we're sort of standing in the ashes of this civilization that we had. And we're not going to go back to that. We have a new situation. We, now we get to, it's kind of fun. We get to make something new. Um, but it's got to put God first. That's like the key thing because we know what happens when we don't. Yeah, so uh, Brother Gus is just, just in like hearing uh, Daryl and, 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 and really, you know, following um, in that, that argument of like there's no right, wrong, right, one right answer when it comes to morality, um, which typically means that you know people are like embracing a lot a lot of liberal values instead uh extreme liberal values instead you know what, what you know what is your you know uh, remarks on that you know um yeah um man that's that's uh man that's a lot that is a lot um it's is see when it comes to the uh democrats and the republicans um I, I must say those terms are used very loosely today. I mean, I, I don't want to have to, you know, I don't want to go back to ancient Greece and, you know, the aristocracies and the, uh, the uh, tyrannies and all of the other forms of, uh, uh, of politics. But democracy and its usage uh, in, in all essence, the Democrats aren't so democratic today. They're not so democratic, but even if they were, even if they, uh, or, or, or even though they're not, I'll say rather, I don't, I don't have too much of an issue with the Democrats as a whole, as what they claim to represent. It's those darn liberals. 
it's those liberals that I have an issue with. Um, the term liberal, mm-hmm. and once more, I don't want to go too deep with this, but the term liberal was coined, uh, I want to say around the 60s. Uh, I, it came in earlier than the 60s, but it really blew up around the uh, 60s. And the term in all lessons represented rebellion. That's what the term was being used. So everything rebellious against God, it will be hidden under this term liberal. See, and if you could do something that is completely against God, but it's for the sake of liberation, the mass, the mob, the people would go along with it. And it worked like a charm until now. Because now the men are starting to realize, hey, um, this is kind of messing with my ability to be a man in this country. When there's laws against you being able to, and once more, I don't want to go too deep, <laughs> but when there's there's laws against you being able to defend yourself, see, when there's laws against you being able to get retribution against someone sleeping with your wife, when you can't go to court and get justice for that, when you can't get justice for someone harming your family. See, the person that harmed your family goes away or, or, or they get free, but you're the one that has to actually do the real jail time for getting taking the matter in your own hands. Those are laws that stop you from being able to be a man. See, so it's and then I mean, there's the there's the um, uh, there's better terms to use, but there's the abortion laws. There's the uh, uh, the the pushing this sex agenda on children. That's a, that's a hidden agenda, and we know who's behind that. Um, uh, the the LGBTQ community. That's that's old stuff. That's nothing new. They just put it under a new name. But a lot of people don't know about um, uh, Manbla. I believe it's Manbla, and it's the uh, um, no no uh, Nambla. There we go. The National uh, Man Boy Love Association. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about that. That's been out since the sixties. Mm. So. It, if you could put, if you could do evil and hide it under a word that the people accepted, that's exactly what's going to happen. And that's all the liberals have been doing. It, it worked in the 60s. It worked in the 80s. But the men are starting to stand up. They're starting to say, you know what? Yeah, not going to put our manhood away. Not going to give that up. You're going to have to fight for that. See? So it's not working anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, um, this is a. Uh, I, I think just continuing on, like, uh, with this this whole um, idea of like, you know, uh, America has a moral problem, uh, and and the idea of uh, liberalism uh, being the way, you know, being the new wave and the new way, you know, but like like you said, it's been kind of guys for a long time. Um, you know, we we gonna switch tracks a little bit, but still stay, you know, uh, along the. Uh, the, the, the topic at hand is, um, you know, 
Eric Carter, you know, a famous celebrity who died of a, a drug overdose, uh, which confirms uh, America has a, a moral problem. Um, Eric Carter's death was preventable. His death was a tragedy. Um, and it highlights the issue of drug addiction in, in America. You know, uh, Daryl, you know, uh, what's your take on that? Well, it does. There's a lot of things with this. And I, I just kind of heard about this story beforehand. So the specifics, I don't really know too much. I know people that knew him and I know a little bit just on the peripheral about we've been kind of watching and hearing about some of his issues for uh, some time. I guess first thing we should say is may, may he rest in peace. Our condolences obviously go to his family. Uh, you know, we'll say, say some prayers for him tonight. Um, you know, this is a lot of things here, you know, and there's a lot of things going on with other celebrities right now. And one of the things that you see is that the, the entertainment industry does have a huge role to play. And this is a big differentiator, differentiator, excuse me, for me as a candidate, which is that I'm the only person on either party that's willing to say that they're not off limits because this is capitalism. They're not off limits because our own government uses entertainment for brainwashing or has experimented with it at least in the past. So we're dealing with weapons grade technology and we have people running it that very clearly have an agenda. And actually the reality is you see some of it, but there's layers upon layers upon layers of it. And this is in fact how these things operate. They operate with symbolism and subliminal messaging that they put inside of people. And you know, I happen to know some people in Hollywood. Um, Jeff Conaway, I was working with at the time that he committed suicide. Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Jeff Conaway, all three of these guys, all three of them were mercilessly molested as young boys and mm. told people about it for years. Corey Feldman happens to be the only one that's still alive of the three. Okay. The other two, I, suicide. And what happens is when people are brought into this, they, they actually become vessels for the symbols and the messages. They become vessels for what they want to put through music industry we're looking at this right as guys it's like okay well nice i mean it's nice show for us but let's think about really what they're what they're pushing into the world through these young women that are just dancing but there's a message yeah. behind it and you know the way that people get thrown away when they go off the reservation is they just push buttons in their brain they just send them things because they this is what you, you actually the way that this process works, you put things in the brain and you can actually trigger them. You can push little buttons. So the best example, the Coca-Cola and the popcorn during the movies flashes in front. Oh, let me go get some popcorn. That's the idea. So they push things. Wow. And when you're actually an entertainer, when you're actually a person that is used, you're, you actually become a vessel for basically what amounts to sort of like a pagan ritual. Okay, so these people become incredibly vulnerable. And if they go off the reservation, this is we always hear about them. This person's tweaking out, you know, Kanye's tweaking out, people tweaking out and they just pop them off and they're, you know, they're done because they go off the reservation. And one thing that you're going to find as a common thread is that the people that get away from it, they go closer to God 
and go closer to God. Mm-hmm. Corey Feldman, last time I was at Corey Feldman's house, he had armed guards and he wasn't allowing anything into his house that wasn't Christian, which is actually, by the way, a very, very good procedure to have. And I have some exposure to that community. And so this informs a little bit of why I'm a little bit militant about these things also, right? Yeah. Because when you enter into sort of you get into the spiritual warfare side of things, the more you go, then it's, you know, you're starting off as a Christian and you have kind of certain things. But when you get more engaged, more in the game, you start to understand, I got to be in communion. You know, I got to mm-hmm. confess the sin because right now this is exposing me to things to be in a mm-hmm. vulnerable state. And you see people, there's Kanye moving closer to God. I mean, this is very clear, right? Yeah. He's seeing that he's, he's been dragged through hell and, you know, he's now, and I look at him and I'm not, I'm not co-signing any of his actions or any of his, um, I'm looking at this guy and I'm feeling sorry for him because they're popping the buttons in his head. I know what they're doing to him, right? Mm-hmm. Even AB, we talked about this. AB has become a little bit of a controlled person people pushing buttons in his head, getting him to tweak out, right? Mm-hmm. So when you see this side, you realize, realize, and this was something, and I just, without going into the, like, you know, major details, and there's no, like, gory details here, but, you know, I actually, I saw, like, wow, this is, this is demonic, right? Mm-hmm. When I was just floating around in my 20s, I was like, yeah, I'm Christian, you know, not really knowing what that meant, not really doing anything, not going to church, not participating, but kind mm-hmm. of loosely having that in my head, thankfully, because my mother had that, you know, so I had this mm-hmm. little thing that I kind of carried with me a little bit. But then I go into Hollywood and I go, wow, these people worship the devil. I mean, really, whether mm-hmm. we're talking literally or practically, and it's like, wow, and this runs the world. This yeah. culture is creating, the, this is serious stuff. And that's yeah. where you go. That's when you get on your knees and you turn and you go, I'm going in the other direction. I'm yeah. going to Jesus. I'm going to Jesus. Right. Yeah. You get on your knees and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. Forgive me. But Aaron Carter, he's just he's the latest. Another example of this, a person that is exposed to all of this stuff. When you actually become the vessel, when you're actually put in the forefront of this, the amount of demonic energy that has access to you is just out of control. So mm-hmm. for a means of survival for these people, you got to grab Christ yeah. and you yeah. will find that it's like, I won't take my hand off the Bible. Right. That's mm-hmm. how, that's how superstitious you get, you know, and, and, yeah. and we don't need everybody to be on that level, but we, as men that lead, we have to, and it's a kind of a wake up call. Hey, we gotta, we gotta get back at the gates because this stuff's getting in. This stuff's getting in and we got to we got to man the gates. So it's a little bit of a wake up call. We see something like this. It's very tragic. It's very heartbreaking. We have drugs. We have other things that are a part of this. But really, for me, the big thing is the spiritual. The big thing, all of this stuff, because everything we have, like we have fields like psychology. Psychology is a completely subjective field. It's based on nonsense people write books and they have ideas but it's not based on concrete reality we some yeah. things science you know we have scientific things we go in new directions but this is like this is actually this is an evolution this is regression from the spiritual process which is you go oh, i have a demon i have some demons that are that are uh, you know manifesting in my life 
So mm. I better go to my priest. I better go to my priest and confess. Yeah. I have fear. And that fear is dictating my behavior. Mm. God commands us not to have fear. Right? That's right. And I dig, so that's the, actually the process. We go back to God. We turn to God. We put our sins up to God. And we cast out and we rebuke demons. So this was this was a switch from what is actual reality, which is based on firm ground, to now we're in like a subjective zone. And when you go into this subjective zone, you're dealing with this is again the feminization of culture, the feminization of the mindset of men. When you get into the oh, it's subjective, this and that. No, we have something that is firm ground, and we need to put our foot on that, and we need to grab the women and children around us. And you talked mm -hmm. about, Augustus, something very, very important about the way that liberals trick people, right? Yeah. And what they've done is they've taken the civil rights movement mm -hmm. and the freeing of slaves, mm -hmm. something that is clearly wrong, that we all mm -hmm. know, and it's a terrible thing that we have had to account for. And they have mm -hmm. equated that now to anything that they want to push becomes, oh, this is that. Yep. And I said this from day one. How dare they say that a man being denied access to a woman's restroom is the same as Rosa Parks being denied a seat on the bus? <laughs> and that's what they've done, right? Yeah. So my message to the American people is, you you know, and some of these liberals, they just like, they wish they, they were there to march during the civil rights movement. Yeah. But they <laughs> weren't. So like they want to find something. Well, here's something to march for. The new civil rights movement, it's not pushing this on children. It's taking it away from children. Yeah. That's the topic today that we can stand up and take to the streets over. Because that's a very serious topic. And I think everybody, when they understand that, no, this isn't. Some things, there aren't room for gray areas. When you're talking about the sexual development of children, this is a black and white issue. And if I do nothing as a candidate and hopefully president of the United States, I'm going to make every American choose. You're either you're you're either co-signing this or you're against it because there's no middle ground when it involves children. And I think you're going to see that topic is going to change very quickly because actually most people, 90 percent of the country, probably more than 90 percent of the country knows that that's wrong. They've been tricked yeah. into thinking that they're not allowed to say it. And my message to the Republican Party, which has been afraid of this topic. And they're going to be, you know. As I said, high-fiving tonight, expecting that they do well. We've won one popular vote since 1988. That's reality, okay? Mm -hmm. And stuff that's happened in the past elections, but if we've won, we've won one popular vote since 1988. And that was in mm -hmm. 2004 when George W. Bush put the Defense of Marriage Act on the ballot. That was in the middle of the Iraq War, which everybody now mm -hmm. recognizes was a disaster. Yeah. He won re-election in the middle of the Iraq war, a chicken hawk, against a veteran, John Kerry. He, he won the popular vote because he ran on defending marriage, Defense of Marriage Act. That's actually the one time that we won. So wow. this is actually, it's a, it's a mind trick that we think like, oh, we have to, no, this is the winning issue. The stuff, the stuff that doesn't really matter is the capitalism stuff. Like that'll, that'll sort itself out. It's a season of giving back. 
That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And even if it doesn't, the spirit has got to go before the paycheck before the wallet. And when you fix the spiritual, God will bless the nation once again. But that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because it's right, because we know that we're wrong. And the only thing you can do when you know that you're wrong is to turn to God and, and repent. Man, you're right on track there, you know, and, um, you know, and this this is very much in line, you know, um, you snowballed it up. Until like you know why things like this happen in in Hollywood, why things happen, why things like this happen uh, in our very own neighborhoods, and um, and you know this 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 demonic possession is is these is these um, passive uh, passiveness uh, of like you know um, demonic things that are happening, and um, you know the the, pro, the constant program, you know, uh, so um, Brother Augustus, you know Aaron Carter. You know, uh, cans of air compressed, uh, compressed air, prescription drugs, um, decomposing body uh, in the hot tub. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts? Um, man, uh, my condolences goes out to his family, man. Uh, my goodness, man. Uh, Nick Carter, uh, I forgot Aaron Carter was. Uh, the, the younger brother to the uh, Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. And uh, man, those guys, th- those guys were, you know, <laughs> for lack of better words, <laughs> they uh, they 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 got a lot of play <laughs> back in their day. And uh, Eric Carter came right in, and you know, he 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 was hot. They were all hot. So, you know, my condolences goes out to those guys and uh, especially his older brother, uh, Nick Carter. Yeah. But, um, man, this this issue, the 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 addiction issue, the, the drug issue um, is really getting sad, man. From Juice World all the way down to the R&B singers. You know, this is a singer. This isn't even a rapper. Yeah. Uh, he sharing the same issues and in Cali, you know, about uh, 40, 60 minutes away from LA, you know, this, this is, this is crazy. But um, I got to say, I got to say with this issue, it can be beat. Um, We just have to, we just have to get to the point as a, as a nation, as a, I'll say as an era, 
because the old timers they have their they had their day, you know, the old timers aren't turning up. The generation next they're trying to figure out, you know, whether they should keep up with uh the millennials and zennials or whether they should just follow suit with the uh baby boomers. But I'll say for this era, for the mainly for the millennials and the uh zennials, the Gen Zers, um man, stop watching TV, please. <laughs> uh cancel Netflix, Hulu, Zulu, Shaka Zulu, cancel them all. Get rid of them all because the more of this entertainment that you guys get drunk with, the more of it that you get lost in, the more it's hurting you. Millennials, Generation Z, you're not the baby boomers. You're not the generationalists. When you guys listen to something, it influences you. It influences you. This is my message to these two generations. If you guys could just stop believing what you see, stop getting influenced by what you hear, research life, research what you want. You have all the information at your fingertips. Stop seeking other people's approval. Stop seeking pleasure. It's leading to stronger needs it's leading to a to a false satisfaction and it caused you to keep messing things up to keep messing yourself up to keep going deeper and deeper down that rabbit hole until you're 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 a paper you're a you're a story in the newspaper stop believing entertainment the lie, the deception of entertainment. Stop believing the lie of Hollywood, that magic wand that we discussed uh, on, on our last episode. Stop believing in this dark magic. Stop. Come to God. I like it. So, um, we're going to go to the main topic at hand with like uh, with my 15 minutes left um, with the with the election. Um, so. There are about uh, there are some key battleground races across the country, uh, including in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Ohio, Nevada, and a couple more uh, for the 2022 20, elections uh, and we, we talked a great deal uh, about you know just how important it is um, to recognize that like you know with with like you know with the with, with the assume turnout you know the, the assume um, uh, turnout that it may be the, the what the, the, the results may uh, end up being um, you know which could be ultimately result in the Republicans like, you know, um, you know, having a, a clear, uh, clear wave, um, you know, and you, you talked about something earlier, uh, Daryl, you talked about like how every, every election has a, a referendum that, that really that, you know, uh, that 
that every American is is um, voting for. It's not necessarily the, the the person or the party, but you know, it's really a, a, an invisible re- referendum sometimes. And um, uh, so I would so I would say that it's um you know this one is based upon President Trump's first term rather than what Biden is doing um uh, in order to uh, help determine which party controls the House and the Senate. Uh, it is also an indicator of whether or not uh, the policies that are in uh, place right now are working, or, or rather or not some of um, President Trump's policy worked before. You know um, that, like, you know, there are still kind of remnant of some of the policies he put in place uh, are working, um, and it's also a chance for Republicans to give, you know, improve their image. Uh, so, you know, what what is what is your you know initial thoughts? Well, so here's my my view of sort of how politics are, are currently going right now in the country is that it's a one-way direction, okay? It's been going liberal, more liberal, going to the left. And that's because the Democrats had agenda to go to the left. Republicans are always just trying to stop the ball, okay? And what happens, they win the White House and they're conserving, they're stopping the ball. But then the Democrats get it back, it goes four more years. So Republicans, the country's gone one direction in 50 years. But Republicans have occupied the White House just as many times as Democrats have. So my perception of what's going on right now is we're in a part of the cycle where the Democrats are being rejected and the ball's going back to the Republicans. That's what's going on. And and, and I think that what you're going to see is a lot of excitement from the Republican side. You know, and I don't know if you saw this sort of graphic that Elon Musk put up a while back. It's interesting. It's it's a picture of like him, and he's like in the beginning of 2000 or whatever. He's libertarian, or like he's Democrat, Republican is over here, and then like Democrat keeps going all the way over here, and now all of a sudden like he's a right wing extremist. Now he's a Republican, <laughs> but he he hasn't moved. But they they've moved the bar. Wow. Right? Um, which is like and like that's very true, and and I don't have anything against Elon Musk. But then the other side of it is then now the Republican Party is Elon Musk, mm. a guy that is an atheist and probably supports same-sex marriage and is probably socially liberal. Mm. So we can get excited about this, that the Democrats have outpaced themselves. But when we look now and go, yeah, and now this is now what this means to be a Republican. Mm. And even now on the, the sort of the the transgender topic republicans are now talking about this they're pushing back on this but this is because they actually surrendered the same sex topic and now they've taken that resistance point and they've actually focused it on one particular subset inside of that community and in that community there's an infinite number of flavors and that premise in and of itself is a surrender of territory now the conservatives will have, you know, lesbian athletes coming out and speaking against having trans compete against them. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it's like now we're going to gang up with the lesbians against the trans community. And then we're mm-hmm. going to puff ourselves up like this has been like a big victory when, you know, all the, the bars just moved, just moved, moved further away. When the Democrats mm-hmm. do this for when they when they make something becomes a situation it becomes progress and therefore 
in their mind, if you go backwards, it's like, oh my gosh, how could you possibly do this? I happen to think that Bill Clinton had it right in the 1990s when he had Don't Ask, Don't Tell. I think that's mm -hmm. a very good policy. <laughs> it was. Right? And now, and now, I mean, that's a really, we're, we're kind of, we're laughing about it, but it's a good policy, right? Keep it to yourself, right? Yeah. When you're in the military. Now, now that now not only that's that's too extreme for the Democrats, it's too extreme for the Republicans. So I want to go back to that policy. This is a good policy. Right. Yeah. So my I sort of my big picture on this is like and, and and there's other there's other angles, because one of the angles here is that we've had this big noise from Trump about how the election was stolen from him. And, you know, this the people that have been on that trail with him have claimed that, you know, the Democrats know they're going to lose, so they can't let there be an election and they're going to pull something and it's going to be a big heist. And I, you know, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that the election was stolen from Trump. I think Democrats are always doing slippery things. And I think he's the president and he was. Running. But, you know, I don't the, the conspiracy has always been there, which is that the media pushes anything that the Democrats do. That's the real conspiracy. And then when we go into mm -hmm. Alex Jones land with Trump on his little thing, it all gets lumped together. No, let's let's let go of that and let's actually focus on the bigger topic. Um, but we're going to see tonight because, you know, I've had this little conversation and I didn't do a deep dive on it because I just kind of deductive reading, you know, attorney general, these people that he picked and all of a sudden they're not good enough. They didn't see it to go along with him. Um, so we're going to see tonight because if the election turns out that like Republicans do pretty well, what does that mean for him? Why didn't they bother to steal this election? So that narrative will sort of explode. Right. Mm -hmm. Why were they not going to stop Ron DeSantis? You know, but but then your side, if it, everything turns a blue tomorrow, if Ron DeSantis loses by 10 points, then I'll do like a deep dive on that. But, you know, now as I'm looking and I'm kind of going in the direction of the campaign here and I challenge to Donald Trump, we're going to find out tomorrow morning, you know, how deep this conspiracy goes. Maybe he yeah. just wasn't able to secure the election, right? So if he's the only one, is it all about him? Is he the only one worth stopping? They're not going to stop Ron DeSantis. So if it's all about maybe just, well, then send someone else. Maybe don't send that person. Send someone new. Hmm. And we're, we're seeing, you know, some clear evidence here. You know, the, the people are starting to, like, you know, um, talk, you know, uh, already in Indiana. Uh, Todd Young, he has a huge lead, 58.4% uh, of the vote. And then over in Kentucky, uh, Rand Paul um, with a huge lead, 78% um, of the vote right now. So, um, you know, considering that, uh, we'll, you know, these, these live results we're getting so far that's coming in. Uh, Brother Gustus, uh, you know, we, we've been down this road before, you know, where we covered the election. And and, you know, and I, I know you, you know, um, can't be, you know, got some opinions or whatnot, you know. Um, uh, one of the one of the things that like are, you know, that, that are kind of like up, up for, you know, um, argument, too, is like, you know, uh, will will this election allow Republicans to gain more control of the government um, or, you know, will we continue to 
go down this this crazy rabbit hole, you know, just considering what you you know what you heard uh, Daryl have um you know have said in, in his last message and 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 just you know looking at these these two current states um, that have released some results so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's um, it's it's man, it's it's coming down to algorithms today. It used to come down to honest people voting and their honest opinions, but uh, today is is it's coming down to to the algorithms, um, the numbers that they're, they're just there to entertain us. They're there to cause us to believe what they want us to believe. Uh, it, it was very interesting. Uh, I had this uh, pointed out to me, but when Trump was running, uh, and all of the and, and he was going against all of the uh, Republicans, uh, they had him stationed in the middle. They always had him stationed in the middle, and then all of the uh, other Republicans, you know, were on the left and right of them. <clears throat> then when they had the Democrats, they had Hillary in the middle. See? And then they had to face off. They already knew who they wanted. And I, I don't I don't mean to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> it, it is it, this is where this is where we're at. Um, I, I want to say that it comes down to people's honest vote. And I don't want to say don't keep voting. I don't want to say that. But at the end of the day, when you get down to the nitty nitty gritty, peop, they, they, they already know who, they, who they're going to have into office. There's agendas behind agendas behind agendas behind agendas. And if the people side with it, okay, great. Our experiments work. If the people don't side with it, Okay, well, we'll have to we'll have to start a disruption. We'll have to start a distraction, something that will take pe- the people's mind off of whatever they're concerned with, and cause them to do what we want through fear. See, and I mean this this stuff is is at first it seemed like coincidence. Now they're having too much fun. They're having too much fun with the big red button and they're pressing it all the time, making everything blow up. It's becoming too obvious now what they're all about. See, it's all algorithm to me. It, it's, it's, I would like to say that it's all honest. I would like to say that we're casting lots today. But in all essence, now it seems like and it's just like what you said, Daryl. Um, it's not. It's not genuine politics. It's not integral politics anymore, right. to where you could right. make your vote, voice your opinion to your to your brother on the other side, to your, uh, um, to to your American brother on the other side, and then just say, "Oh, all right, well, I voted the other way," and then just, you know, right. Change the subject or something. No, if right. you vote differently today and then you voice that opinion, it's so it's a war now. Somebody gotta die. <laughs> Somebody gotta die. Yeah. It's 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 horrible. It's horrible. 
but you can't honestly vote and voice the opinion that you have today because of these social wars. People are too soft, they're too finicky now. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And they think that a gun, they think that violence, they think that reaction makes them tough. Only mm-hmm. to a fool, that's tough. See? So, mm-hmm. just to my, my long way of answering that <laughs> short question, <laughs> uh, I, 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 honestly, I honestly think that there is some honesty in politics, and that honesty is knowing what the guys with the big red button plan to do already. That's the only honesty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I see you, uh, you know, uh, you're burning to get in there, Daryl. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you can, that, that obvious, am I? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I think to me, stuff does happen. But I also believe that you know, I don't believe in excuses, right? Yeah. And I think that you got to win harder. If there's some shenanigans going on, you got to win harder. And I don't like when we retreat into everything is rigged when it doesn't go our way. There is stuff that goes right. on. There is. But I also want to introduce a, 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 a term, which is very important, which is manufactured consent, which mm-hmm. is, to me, kind of that's more what I'm focused on is – not that all of a sudden, like everybody is going in and we're voting Republican, and then all of a sudden we wake up the next morning and it's blue. I think there's a lot of people that are walking into the polls that have been conditioned to have a completely confused view of reality. Mm-hmm. And I think that Republicans have to get a reality check, which is what I said. We won the popular vote once in 1980. That's not good enough. That's not safe. Okay, uh, lost Daryl. Um, yeah, when you get to talking about things, <laughs> oh yeah, talking the truth, you know, you, you get weird glitches, you know. Uh, so uh, Daryl should be back yeah. shortly, you know. But um, as he's making his way, you know, um, I, I I know what he's talking about. You know, it's just you know like these scandals that that that, that surprisingly comes up uh, when the races are too close or when. When they don't want, you know, like as you was talking about, brother Gus is like, you know, they, if if they, if they didn't get get the the masses to agree with who they want in there, you know, all of a sudden we got these scandals that come up. We got, you know, we got these uh, you know, these people uh, who who uh, you know uh, uh, um, who come through and um, uh, 
and um, just make up all type of crazy stuff and and yeah. you know, but like, and that's to like gloss over, you know, what what they have actually done, you know. So yeah. now that's part of that, you know, what we have there. Yeah, most definitely. And um, I think I said this before. Uh, I probably said it a little slicker, but some time went by <clears throat> since the catastrophe. But um, they they blamed the uh, C-19 on Asia. <clears throat> they blamed it on Asia. And after, after the uh, whole scenario, you look back at... Uh, Oh hey hey how's it going Daryl? Good. Speaking but, of red buttons, they must have I must have been getting getting too close yeah, on there. They had to they had to <laughs> drop me out. He dropped Yeah, you know, and uh, but yeah, let, let let me go ahead and uh, wrap up what I was saying <laughs> so I can uh, uh, let Daryl get in there. But um, yeah, you know the C the C nineteen scenario, uh, the pandemic. We know what happened. Pandemic. Um, <laughs> pandemic. There we go. Yeah. They blame it on Asia. They blamed it on Asia, which means that this catastrophe was the worst and biggest in Asia. But yet, after the catastrophe, you look at their stock and Asia, I'll say China specifically as a country, as a continent, was up 3%. For that whole year, three percent. Everyone else was in the negatives, but the country that they claim the issue came from was doing better than everyone else. And that's not that. That's not a red button. That's not the infinity gauntlet. And see, it, it, it's it, it's it's not with one thing. It's it's with all of these things. Right. It's there. There are right. issues. That and I do agree with you, though. I'm gonna go ahead and let you. Uh, I, I'm gonna let you um, uh, uh, share your wisdom. But um, just from uh, the the little bit that you said before you got cut off, uh, I do agree. Um, yeah, we we shouldn't run from issues just because they're rigged. We should stand up to them. But I'm gonna go ahead and let you speak, brother. Yeah. No. Thank. Thank you. And and I think. Uh, that's that's kind of the the point right there is that is that i'm more focused on all of the events that occur across the world that create the outcomes that we're getting rather than that the votes themselves don't count because if we don't have that then we have we have civil war right so i just i don't want to believe in that reality uh, but i also think that the reality is and it to me I don't want to. I don't want to let Republicans off the hook, because the country they have lost the country. They're losing elections. When they lose elections, it's because they're losing the country, and it's not because things are just being stolen from them. Okay, it's because the party has been impotent and the party has not been willing to do anything meaningful on the things that are actually manufacturing the consent. They haven't been willing to step in on culture. And these are the things that are driving. And I can tell you, I look out, there's a lot of confused people out there. I think there are more confused people in this country right now than people that have a clear understanding of reality. And in a democracy, wow. the side that has more is going to win. 
So this is the problem. The problem is that the Democrat system is creating confusion and it's perpetuating it. And I don't want to let that system off the hook and just pretend that everybody's Republican and it's turning the other way. Republican yeah. Party has been totally cowardly and ineffective, and it's got to mobilize itself around meaningful solutions. And that's why, to me, okay, we can. I, I, I just, I'm, I, I believe in results. And like, if I lose, it's because I lost. And if stuff happened, you got to win harder. And when you win the yeah. popular vote once, when you win the popular vote once in, what is that, 32 years? That's not good enough. You know, I mean, really, you got to look at look at it the other way. Look at how lucky we were to win the election in 2016 when losing the popular vote again. So, like, we're not we're not able to receive the message that we're losing the country if we're hiding behind, oh, it was stolen from us. So it's not necessarily, I don't want to go too into that, but I, w- I think as men, we got to just say, we got to win harder. And I, it's yeah. one thing, like, I, I don't just want to win, I want to win the popular vote. In order to do that, we have to transform the platform, we have to transform the party, we have to really look at these things. And you bring up, you bring up something like COVID-19, which certainly had an impact on the election cycles, right? Yeah. So... That's the bigger part that we don't talk about. We talk about it here, but you don't really talk about and, – and Fox News, they have the same story for 30 years. They talk about CNN is not giving good coverage, not giving good coverage, and they just complain. But what do they actually offer to stop that? They don't. If you look at 90% of the things that people complain about on Fox News, they have no policies in place. No one is proposing policies to actually deal with these things. Mm. So, you know, I almost look at it the way I look at it is that the media has become an extension of the political system already. I mean, they've already when you start selecting real news and fake news and selecting that you're putting yourself in the place of the government, you're nationalizing yourself. Mm. So maybe it's time to actually just say, okay, well, you're an extension of the government. So you're going to do what we tell you, which is what they do, and they have a Democrat president. So now when we have a Republican president, I want my home games, right? I want my home games. And maybe the independent media, because we don't have that anymore. It's dead, and you can't make people become objective when they don't have it anymore. The objective conversation is actually occurring here on the Internet. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. It's the podcast, and this is why these are the shows that I'm going on. So maybe we just have to take this whole system and say, hey, you know what? You want to run this show? Well, this is how it works in America. We have a government. So here, you can come with us, and you can do what we say. This is, again, training the, the mindset, new mindset for conservatives. We hear about something like a truth czar. Joe Biden has a truth czar. And we say, oh, this is 1984. What a joke. Let's get rid of this. Well, Okay, but maybe the thing to do is to say when the next time we're in the White House, just say, great, say hello to my priest. This is your new truth czar. 
Mm. And at ABC, CNN, MSNBC, you're now responsible to him. You're responsible to a godly reality. And we'll tell you when you're out of line and we'll cancel you when you're out of line, not the other way around. So we're trying to like push the thing back, but it's already gone so far. Just take it and actually go into it and complete the cycle and just let it go where it wants to go in terms of where the the government and where the power is going, but reconcile it to God. Take it from where it's going right now, which is the opposite direction, and turn the nation back towards God. That's really the only way that we're going to actually fix this. And I don't mean to be, I'm not dismissing the topics of riggings and this stuff, but I believe in results. And at one thing, I can promise you is if I'm your candidate, your election being stolen from me. We didn't win. Mm -hmm. We got to win harder. And when we're eking out these little victories and we're still losing the popular vote, that's not sustainable in a democracy system, which is about majority rules. So we got to figure out how do we actually create that new majority? This goes back to that initial topic, creating a new American center. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there because there are, as we said, there are things that the Democrat Party is sitting on that people do need. People do need wages. People do need health care. Right. People do need safe communities. And right now, there's actually been hijacked by these people that are pushing the sodomy on children. And we got to just take that part away and then put that together, put it with God. And we got a whole new thing. And then when you win the election on a referendum on this new majority, both sides are going to have to reevaluate everything. But the only way we move past this, we got to burn the playbook because it's 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 rotten. It's it's got no bite. We need a new playbook. We need a completely new playbook. We start Mm. with that and we we take the country back. Wow. So we you know, so uh, a lot of these uh weird uh, exit polls are coming in, uh, you know, as we as, as we speak, and that's what we're watching currently right now, uh, for those who are just listening uh, and uh, following along. Uh, you know, I'm going to let you guys both, like, you know, take time out to, like, kind of get it, like, uh, some closing, closing uh, remarks to kind of tie a bow in this thing, um, you know, uh, in terms of, like, you know, uh, what we can take away from today and, and just everything we uh, talked about. You know, Augustus, I'll, you know, let you uh, lead off first, you know, and then let, let our uh, our honorable guests, um, you know, close us out. Yes, indeed. Well, um, man, uh, I, I would say my closing words uh, in agreement to uh, Daryl and Marcus. Uh, come back to God, people. Come back to God. This is this is uh it's what we gotta do is how we're gonna get our country back. I, I most definitely agree with that. Um we we gotta do it. It's it's what we were created for. Everything else, it, it hurts in the long run because we're not supposed to be doing that. You know, certain people that uh, certain things that people feed themselves, uh if it hurts, you're not supposed to be eating that. You know, certain things that people wear. If it hurts in the long run, you're not supposed to be wearing that. Certain things that people are doing to their bodies, they're, they're, if if it hurts, 
certain things people are listening to watching if it hurts in the long run you're not supposed to be doing that but coming back to god it never hurts in the long run never that's what we got to do as a nation so those are my closing words Thanks, beautiful. beautiful uh both of you guys I just say thanks for having me on as always you guys such a great conversation we gotta meet up sometime shoot some ball or something toss football right? nice to be on here with you guys and just want everybody just want everybody to keep safe just you know all the stuff going on look around in your homes look let's not take for granted the blessings that we have for god every day so let's be thankful of that. And prayer is important. Come together and pray. That is important. And so uh, I'm going to say hi, Mom. And uh, that's that's it for me. If if you want to hear more, go to Constantine2024.com. But I guess last thing I'll, I will say, I always say this, but this is not a game. This is not a joke. Uh, I plan on winning. This is a very serious campaign. And we're excited about this opportunity. Uh, I think we're I think we're very well positioned. I think that the way things are going right now, I think we need a change in this country, and I think people see that. And so, and one that this is not not to get some some buzz or some publicity. We're going for it, and I think we have every right to be confident in what we're doing. So, we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. And likewise, likewise. Thank thank you, Daryl. Uh, thank you, Augustus. Um, you know. It's always an honor to just be uh, with, with you both, you two gentlemen. You know, you guys, uh, you know, got a lot of wisdom that you bring um, uh, to uh, to the God Pure Wisdom podcast, and um, and you know, it, uh, safety is definitely important. You know, and praying. You know, um, you know, I I I think um, you know we we're gonna have to continue to clench on uh, to uh, to our families uh, a little bit tighter, and you know, and and also uh, be be wary of our safety and. Uh, I would add on health too, you know, uh, being being conscious, conscientious of our health, and and doing and doing it the way that you know God intended it um, to be done by you know um, you know taking care of this temple of ours and and um, you know uh, from a physical standpoint, mental standpoint, and you know an emotional uh, standpoint um, uh, because you know there's just so much uh, junk out there in the world that's uh, being fed and and we don't have to ingest it all, you know. Um, and that's just both literally and um, just uh, uh, figuratively as well. Uh, <clears throat> this these the elections, um, um, yeah, you know, it won't be a surprise, you know, when, when we you know, when we wake up and we know that you know what, what the results are uh, either way, and you know we, we just have to uh, have to continue to do you know uh, us as Christians have to continue to do do it the way God wants us. To do it, uh, and and not turn away from from that way. Uh, those who are watching and listening, uh, be sure to check out uh, Daryl Costine's uh, website. Um, which again, uh, that website is. Uh, can you you can tell them one? You know. Yeah, it's it's Constantine2024.com. And guys, I know it feels like tomorrow, like you're in either a new world. It's really, is it really all that different? Just just it's going to be okay. And in 2024, we're going to really do something special. So we'll see you guys next time. Okay, indeed. All right. Uh, Don't forget to check out uh, Brother Gus's website as well for the Wisdom Library. Brother Gus, just tell us that website. Yes, that's payhip.com forward slash Augustus Vaughn. Okay. 
and those who can uh, who are watching uh, and those who join us live thank you for sticking in this long uh, with us uh, you know uh, we got uh, on the screen in front um, it's very small but bottom it shows that you can find us on all podcast uh, hosting sites and uh, as well as on YouTube and Rumble um, follow us at uh, Instagram at Gmail at God Pill Wisdom on uh, on Instagram. And um, yeah, and again, our YouTube channel and new Rumble channels is God Feel uh, Wisdom Podcast. Uh, so uh, thank you guys. Um, and until next time, I mean, blessings, peace, and lots of love. Uh, we will look forward to tuning in with you guys next week for a new episode. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.